Do you have the correct criteria for repair versus replace? Well, if not, you're going to learn how on today's show. Now, we all know how important the repair versus replace conversation really is. But in order to have a proper dialogue with our homeowners, we need to have the correct criteria. Let's join Drew Cameron now, and he'll explain all of this in detail. Take it away, Drew. Thanks, Wally. Welcome to Cracking the Code. I am Drew Cameron with Flow Odyssey and EJA Contractor University. And today we're going to talk about repair versus replace criteria. As a technician or as a salesperson, you sometimes find yourself in a home having a conversation with a customer who's looking at the possibility of repairing their system or the possibility of replacing their system. And it may not weigh in their mind as to what direction they should go. Uh, sometimes you know, the cost of the repair might be significant or it might be minimal. The age of the equipment might be you know, old or might be young. And, and so what I found over time is that in working with technicians and working with comfort advisors and trying to help homeowners understand if and when they should consider repair versus replace, I found it helpful to sometimes have some tools available that we can illustrate you know, to the customer what might make sense. And so I've created a handful of tools for air conditioners, heat pumps, furnaces, boilers, and water heaters. And so let's go ahead and take a look at each of the tools that we have available to us, as well as the criteria that we can take into consideration. Now the idea behind these tools is, uh, is to allow things that are, uh, are tied into our industry, criteria that are tied into the industry and tied into the equipment, to kind of guide the judgment of this, but allow the customer uh, so, you know, some leeway and some input on making the final determination. Because we can take into consideration things that you know, weigh in favor, obviously, of repair versus replace. And, and so let's go ahead and take a look specifically at what it is that we're talking about. So going to the slides, we're going to look at air conditioners and heat pumps first. And again, these are just the criteria that I've developed. You can go ahead and take the framework of this and go ahead and uh, customize the content to your uh, marketplace or your company or the products and services that you have available to you. For example, uh, life of an air conditioner might be le uh, less on a coast than it is, uh, let's say, in the middle of the country, for example. Uh, you might get a longer furnace life in Florida than you would possibly in, let's say, uh, New England just because of the, the, the runtime that you get. So you'll have to possibly customize some of those criteria, but I'm going to give you a framework of it and the guidelines. So taking a look at the air conditioners and heat pump criteria, uh, we look at equipment age, right? And so equipment age, <clears throat> if it's greater than or equal to being 12 years old for an air conditioner or greater than or equal to uh, 10 years old for a heat pump, that weighs towards replacement. It's not the thing that says definitively go ahead and replace it because there's a whole host of other criteria. And so what we're doing is we're putting, if you will, bricks on the scales of justice to determine what direction it is that we should go. So let's go down the, um, uh, the columns here as far as the criteria and let's look at the repair versus replace criteria. And so once you understand the framework, you'll see how it works for the other components as well. So on the repair side, if the equipment is less than 12 years old on the air conditioner or less than 10 years old on the heat pump, then it says consider uh, repair. And so that's really what it's kind of coming down to. It's not saying definitively do this or do that. It's saying consider this criteria, and if, the, if your equipment meets this criteria, this is something you should consider. This brick should go on repair, or this brick should go on the replacement side of 
the scales of justice, if you will. Operating hours. Do you have more than 500, uh, uh, greater than or equal to more than 500 cooling hours on the repair, uh, on the replacement side? And is it under 500 operating hours on the uh, cooling side, on the repair side? Continued residence, meaning how long do you plan on staying in your home? Greater than or equal to two years or less than two years? If you plan on staying longer, then you may want to consider replacing sooner rather than later, right? Because obviously, you know, you just get more efficient, you put a tourniquet on repair costs, so forth and so on. Warranty on a replacement. Does the equipment have any warranty? And if it still has warranty, then you might want to consider repairing it. Repair severity, meaning is it a major item? Is it a costly item? Uh, if it's major, then go ahead and consider replacement. If it's minor, consider repair. Repair cost versus age, and this is what we call the 4K rule, uh, where we take the age of the equipment times the cost of the repair. If it's greater than or equal to $4,000, consider replacement. If it's less, then consider repair. Repair history in the last two years. If the repairs that you had to make uh, are greater than or equal to $1,000, consider the fact that this is gonna to continue to nickel and dime you, consider replacement. If it's less than $1,000, consider uh, repair. Repair frequency in the last two years. Have you had multiple uh, repairs in the last two years? If you've had uh, greater than or equal to three repairs, again, this is starting to cost you in the pocketbook and wallet and bank account on, on repairs, so you might want to think about replacement. And of course, it's less than three, then consider uh, repair. Uh, existing, existing, existing efficiency, meaning the efficiency of the machines. If it's less than 13 SEER or 10 and 10 EER, consider replacement, right? Because new things are gonna cost less to operate. And if it's greater than that, then you might wanna consider repairing it. Because obviously, if you have a high-end machine, it might make better sense to go ahead and repair a high-end machine versus an entry-level machine. Uh, is the equipment properly sized? You know, as a comfort advisor, as a technician, have you determined if the equipment is properly sized? And so for time purposes, I'm gonna just kinda of skip down through the criteria so you understand what it is that we're talking about. Uh, comfort problems. Does the customer have comfort problems? Yes or no. Uh, is, the, are they, uh, is the equipment variable capacity and variable airflow? If it is, uh, then again, you, know, you might want to think about if, uh, repairing it, and if it's not, you might want to think about replacing it. Uh, you know, do they have uh, healthy air quality or odor uh, concerns in the home? Do they have noise concerns within the existing machine? Do they have environmental concerns, meaning the refrigerants, of course, as well as the uh, cost of operation. If they think that's impacting the environment and they tend to be someone who's a, a tree hugger or someone who goes green, then again, you weigh that criteria into, into the uh, equation. Humidity issues, do they have humidity issues? If yes, consider replacement. If not, then consider repair. Uh, are they worried about energy bills or, or are the energy bills high on, on the existing machines? If they are high uh, and or rising, consider replacement and if not, uh, consider repair. Are they worried about inflation? Not only the inflation on utility costs, but the inflation on buying the machines. Uh, you know, it's not unusual that we sometimes run into price increases and several price increases a year might make it uh, be better sense to replace something sooner rather than later if prices are going to go up two, three, four times a year as they have here in 2021. Uh, you also may think about supply chain issues because we haven't had that become an issue in the past, but it is now. Uh, and the availability of get, you know, getting something in the future. Uh, are, they, you know, are they facing potential future repairs? Think about this, the older the machine gets and you start replacing items, 
everything else around the item that you replace on a repair is still as old as the machine, and you still probably have no warranty on that part. So you're only as good as your weakest link. And so if a customer is facing potential repairs, if you think, for example, you replaced a contactor and you're uh, under the impression that a capacitor or a motor is probably going to go in the next year or two, again, weigh that into consideration. And how is the customer feeling overall happiness-wise with the performance of the system and, and it's, you know, the ability for it to do its job, keep, keep the house comfortable, um, as well as cost of operations, as well as what they're investing in the way of repairs? What is the customer's overall state of happiness? And you know, do they want to upgrade? Are they desiring a better life and comfort experience in the home? Maybe something's lacking and they say, you know what, I've had enough of this not keeping me comfortable you know, in the family room or in the bedroom or, or whatever. Uh, energy versus uh, energy and repair cost savings and payback. You know, is there some type of energy and repair cost savings that we'll get by replacing the machine? We certainly don't get that when we rep uh, rep uh, repair a machine. So do we get that when we replace the machine? And is that important to them? Uh, when they look at the economics, is repair, uh, excuse me, uh, return on investment or savings to investment ratio, which is ROI and SIR, is that something that's important to them? Because if that's important to them, again, you're not going to see any return on investment on a repair, and you won't see any savings to investment ratio on a repair. But we do get that, obviously, by putting in more efficient equipment with it, you know, for a customer. Are there any promotions and incentives and uh, payment options out there for the customer you know, that might make buying something sooner rather than later very attractive to them? Because they get some incentives to do something sooner rather than later. Um, and are they worried about the, you know, what I call the, they call the energy star yardstick. Uh, some people that get into home performance and they're building these super efficient homes or, uh, or have a desire to get green are looking at the Energy Star home energy yardstick score. And if their house is obviously greater than or equal to a five on that yardstick, then you might want to go ahead and consider putting in high efficient equipment. And if it's not, then obviously repair. And then whatever other concerns, wants, wishes, needs, and desires that the customer has, you, you know, weigh into this. And so, so you can uh, consider all of that criteria uh, in, in the framework for what it is that you do in air conditioning and heat pumps, or you can consider some of it. Uh, you, may, you, know, you may not be a home performance company, so you might want to take out that uh, Energy Star uh, yardstick score and, of, of the criteria. But as you can see here, this is allowing the facts and data to weigh the decision. The scales of justice are being weighed down by the bricks of evidence based on the criteria that's here. Right? And it's not your opinion, it's really what's in play and what's reality, and it's what's important to the customer. And they get to have a say in this. And so going back to the slides here, as you can see, we have a chart for air conditioners and heat pumps. We have a chart for furnaces. We have a chart for boilers. And we have a chart for water heaters. And these are tools that you can pull out when you're on a call and you're quoting a customer a, uh, a repair option and you see that the machine is old and you think maybe in your estimation they should consider replacing it. I never recommend and I never suggest anybody do something specific. I allow the, the math, facts, science, and data of the situation and the criteria in this particular case to weigh on the scales of justice and allow that to dictate what direction they should consider going. At the end of the day, whatever direction they choose to go, in their mind is a good decision and support that lean. Because if that's what's important to them, that's a good outcome for them. That's a win. You may think they should repay, uh, replace it, or you might think as a technician you could repair it and save them a lot of money.
But this isn't about you. This is about them, their home, their family, and their bank account. Let them choose and use the tools to help guide the conversation. Until next time, I'll give you my contact information if you have any questions about this and how to go ahead and customize the criteria specifically for your company or your marketplace. I'm happy to help. Feel free to reach out to me and we'll talk to you in another crack in the code. Awesome content right there, as always, from Mr. Drew Cameron. Now, if you want more content like this in your inbox every Monday, fill out the form to the right of this video and you'll get it every single week. Well, that's it for now, folks. We appreciate you joining us. We'll see you next time. And until then, bye-bye for now.